the material existence is sometimes compared to a river, as described by Srila Vishwanath Chakravarti Thakur. And the living entity is like an insignificant piece of grass that somehow or other falls into this great river. And the waves of material nature's laws are carrying the insignificant jivatma from one condition of life to another. They carry us from one species of life to another, from one nationality to another, to one social setting or family to another. All temporary conditions, and as described, that due to insatiable material desires, one becomes bewildered by the temporary occurrences of this world, and one becomes very much attached to his condition of life. This attachment to our temporary condition of material life is based on illusion, and it is the cause of our bondage and suffering in this material world. Janasya moho yamahamameti. It is described here that the conditioned soul, illusioned by this false concept that I am this body, and those things in relationship to this body are mine, they constantly have to struggle hard in this material existence. Someone was asking that, how is it possible to remain steady in one's devotional activities? Because it is so very difficult living in this world, trying to be Krishna conscious. Sometimes, even though my desire is to be Krishna conscious, because it is so difficult, I naturally give up. But this material world is a place of a hard struggle for existence. Whatever path of life you decide to take, it is a hard struggle. It is designed that way. It is not that the materialists, they have a very easy life and the devotees are struggling very hard. Just to eat and to maintain one's status quo is a tremendous endeavor, which entails tremendous sacrifice. And despite all our endeavors, it is not an easy thing to succumb to old age, to disease, to death, and then again to suffer the turmoils of another birth. In the spiritual world, there is no difficulty. In fact, there is no such thing as difficulty. It is said that in Vrindavan, all talking is singing, all walking is dancing, and one's constant companion is the beautiful melodious flute of Lord Hari. But in the material world, wherever we go, we find strife, we find crying. How much suffering is in this world? Over half the population of this world is practically in slavery, being persecuted and oppressed by demoniac governments. And those who are not in that condition, they are constantly oppressed by endless competitive challenges in life, where whether they are successful or whether they are failures, they are frustrated. 
at one time or another. It is a place where everything is uncertain. Sometimes it is said the further west you go, the more the spirit of sense enjoyment is awakened. Of course, America is famous as the supreme place on earth for sense enjoyment. And in America, everyone on the East Coast knows that the biggest and greatest sense enjoyers are on the West Coast. And the furthest most West point in America is California. And everyone in the United States and everyone who knows in the world will admit that there is no greater place of sense enjoyment in California where there is nice, beautiful, sandy beach and everyone, their bodies are very beautiful and very strong and very healthy and the weather is always just nice and there's tremendous wealth, luxury, fresh foods of all varieties and perhaps the most famous sense enjoyers in the world they are all living there all the movie actresses, movie actors all the musicians, television stars. In this way, people leave from all parts of America to go to California for sense gratification. So here we have the ideal utopian place in this world for sense gratification. And yet, they know those persons who are there and they are living in constant fear that in any second there will be an earthquake and their whole civilization will fall into the ocean and they will all be destroyed. It is not a question of whether it will happen, it is a question simply of on which date. Every geologist on earth admits that it must happen. And when it does happen, it will be total devastation. It was due hundreds of years ago, and the longer it does not happen, the more severe it will be when it happens, because it's getting deeper and deeper and deeper, this crack in the earth. So here we are, people of India, those who are materialistically inclined, are very anxious to go to America. And here, the topmost place of sense enjoyment in America, and yet people are living in constant fear always looking behind them while they are enjoying their sinful activities, waiting, when will that day be when everything is taken away and I'm merged into the Pacific Ocean? So, of course, this is the factual state of current events in this world. But it is also most symbolic. Everything Krishna does in this world has very deep symbolism for one who simply wants to see and understand the message Krishna is trying to convey. Is it not a fantastic message that Krishna is revealing to the world through this current condition? That no matter how much you struggle and strive and tax yourself to be successful in the process of sense gratification, this material world, you are always on a tottering platform where at any second, at any given date, everything will collapse and you will again fall helplessly into the deep, vast ocean of material suffering. Where despite all your successful endeavors, 
for the glories of this world, at any second you will be devoured by the vast ocean of death and destruction. Therefore, same man, according to Bhagavad Gita, he is not attached to any of the things of this world. He is not attached for his own sense enjoyment to his prestige, his wealth, his family, even to his own body or senses. He is only attached to the service of Lord Hari. And therefore, he will very, very conscientiously utilize all the things of this world in the service of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Knowing that devotional service is the means of crossing over this ocean of material existence. You were listening to Radhanath Swami on thesacredconnect.com.